morning, good evening, good afternoon. My name is Viv. And I'm Tyler. And you're listening to Treadmill Talk. In Treadmill Talk, we'll sit down with industry experts in the world of health and fitness with some good banter and yarns along the way. We're all about nutrition, nutrition training and lifestyle. Powered by Flex Fitness. Okay, welcome back to Treadmill Talk. We're joined again today with Jake Campus, and we are talking all things fat loss. Yes, all things fat loss, which is a huge topic. In my fat loss journey, I would say I'm a sucker for your five-day fixes, which is five days, and you'll lose uh, five kgs. So I've done those a few times, and um, they've not ended up that well, to be honest. (laughs) Training's never a problem. It's something I enjoy. I obviously love being in the gym and and doing what I do, Um, but for me, it's probably more the the organized outside of the gym, um, outside of work. Yeah. Um, it's having my meals prepped, it's, it's knowing what to eat, yes. um, knowing what I should be eating. And I would say my problem is weekends. Like I could be consistently eating Monday to Friday perfectly, yeah. but then when I'm with my friends, it's brunch, 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 <laughs> brunch, going out, brunch. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's the weekends that screw me over. So I guess that's what Jake's here for yeah. today is to talk through maybe some routines that we can get into. Yes. Um, you know, types of training, types of food to be eating, and just all things fat loss. And, yep, and, and how, how to get started if you you want to start your fat loss journey now, today. Yeah. Yep. So today we're here with Jake Campus, and we are talking fat loss. Before we kick into um, our topic today, I'm going to throw it over to Viv, yep. who is going to go through the Fast Five. Yeah, so Jake, because we want to know more about you. Uh, Why would you is, not? Why would you I not? know. Wait, so we'll give you your Fast Five today. Scrambled or poached eggs? Poached. Pizza or burgers? Burgers. Facebook or Instagram? IG. IG. Cardio or weights? Weights. Come on, guys. <laughs> and the last one's just summer or winter. Oh, What's definitely your summer. Yeah, same, summer. Yeah. What about you, D- Depending on what shape you're in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. maybe. Sometimes <laughs> winter. Like, I'll just be honest. Yeah. <laughs> if you're feeling sometimes, a little bit marshmallowy, it's yeah, like, sometimes yeah, sometimes yeah, give me, give me a puffer jacket time. and let's chill out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But definitely, yeah, I prefer summer because it's hot and, yeah, you don't get colds. And... I just feel um, you have a better mood in summer yeah. as well. Like, just yes. no matter what, there's more free activities to do. Yeah. You can just go to the beach or the river or yes. the lake, do yeah. stuff. In winter well. in Hamilton, it's just, there's not much to do, to be honest. It's yeah, there's very boring. The base hour. Yeah, <laughs> Hoyts. <laughs> that Hoyts up, girl. Hoyts. <laughs> so, firstly, what are the key parts of a nutrition plan for when, fat for loss? For fat or, loss. Yeah, okay. For fat loss. So, first of all, you need to understand that it's not about the foods that you're eating. Yeah. It's about the amounts of everything you're eating and how that's going to work for that person. Okay. So. At a, let's say a 52 kilo female, your yeah. metabolic rate, which is the rate your body burns energy at rest, is going to be completely different Two. to Tyler, who's a you know um, middle aged man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, no, okay. No, no, no. He's hard, twenty years. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is just a woman versus yeah. a man, or even just a woman who is 50 kilos versus yeah. a woman who is 80 kilos. Yeah. The amount of energy required to maintain your weight is going to be different. 
Therefore, to create an energy deficit, which means you need to eat less calories than your body needs to maintain its weight, that's Mm. how you're going to get into fat loss. So Mm. we would look at how much energy do you need to maintain your weight. Let's put that number at 1,600. For you to lose weight, you'd have to either eat 1,600 calories and offset some energy through exercise or eat a small deficit like, say, 14 or 1,500 and then offset some calories through exercise. So that's component one is creating the energy energy deficit. Component two is then how is that energy deficit made up of? That's the ratio of protein, carbs, and fat in the diet. Each of those have a specific requirement. I base it on not only um, age and gender, but also physical activity level and also body type. Okay, So a smaller um, individual with less muscle mass and more body fat isn't going to need as much protein as, say, Tyler, who carries more muscle mass, okay? So then that's going to change the ratio of protein, carbs, and fat. So then we look at those numbers will be the next to design that menu. And then the last thing we're sort of looking at is the types of food used to create those numbers. Mm. So once you have an idea of how much protein and how much carbs and how much fat you need, then I'll look at what the individual requires. So I chat with them, or if it's an online client, I will talk with them about the foods they like. Mm. I try to include as much of the foods that that client likes in the plan. Why? Because then you're going to want to eat it and you want to stick to it because you like it. If you say, Jake, I hate fish and I put fish twice a day on your plan, there is no hope you're going to do that plan. All right? (laughs) But, you know, obviously there's some give and take there. If you say, hey, Jake, I love chocolate. That's all I can eat then we, we, we're going to have some problems because you can't eat that and lose body fat. But yeah. I'll try to put as much of the, the food you enjoy on the plan. I'll try and make up the rest with the stuff I know your body needs. So, for example, mm. really specifically is the fat component. Fats will determine your hormonal health. Hormonal health will determine, particularly in females, how you lose body fat. And if you can lose body fat and how you maintain your menstrual cycle through that, Mm. which is really important stuff we can touch on later on. But you can't just say eat peanut butter as your fat all day long to make up your quota of fats. It's not going to work like that. We need to get a combination of omega-3 fats, which reduce inflammation, omega-6 fats, some saturated fats as well. So there's different components of fats. So I will look at plugging different things in at different places in your meal plan. Once that meal plan's set up, I'll give a client different... um, choices for different times of the day and then plug in the exercise so for example if you only want to train three days per week for 30 minutes you're going to have to eat a lot less than say tyler who's training six days a week twice a day yeah cool. he's outputting more energy so he we can keep his food higher and still get fat loss yeah so just talking a little bit about that, like that, that's a good topic or good point that you bring up there, is if somebody's training a lot more, mm. so if you're doing a lot of, say, HIIT training or you're, you're playing a sport where you're working for a long time and your heart rate's up there, yep. does that allow you to eat more? Of course, yeah. Yep. So that's why everything that I do and, and all my nutritionists that work for me do is we look at the big picture. So it's not just, hey, this is your age, height, weight, we're going to pump you out a plan that's going to have right. you on an energy deficit. Mm. If you're doing twice-a-day trainings, you're a high-performance athlete, you you might actually be eating above your maintenance calories because you're burning off so much through your exercise output. So you don't even need to be in a deficit. You just need to be eating enough to support your hormones and your training needs, and the fat loss is going to come from the energy you expend. So there is a lot of variables when it comes to creating a fat loss plan. Sure. Um, yeah. And we'll try to explain them as simply as possible so maybe the listeners can go home and tweak what they're doing and get a bit more of a benefit from it. Tyler has just said, like, when you do HIIT training and girls do cardio, cardio, mm-hmm. cardio, how do you, um, like, lose fat without losing muscle? That's going to come down to two components as well. So yeah. first of all, are you weight training? 
because uh, yeah. weight training will prevent muscle loss right. to a certain degree, provided you have enough protein in the diet. So it's going to be those two together. If you're just doing cardio, then right. chances of you losing some lean muscle tissue are going to be quite high. If you're under-eating in protein, chances of you losing lean muscle tissue are going to be quite high. Mm. Uh, you don't need to be doing a bodybuilding five-day split in the gym for an hour to maintain your muscle mass, yeah. which is where I think people probably overdo it. They A lot of people love weight training, which is great, mm. but they may only need to do a smaller amount of weight training in a fat loss phase, particularly if you're not like a bodybuilder or a high-performance athlete, just an everyday uh, guy or girl. You may not need to do your six weight trainings. You know, you could probably back that down to maybe four and that would give you more sessions for also cardio work so you're not trying to do two three hours in the gym a day so we can we can adjust that to suit the level that you're at and you know what your goal is as well so could you give us maybe just just a, a basic sort of set of numbers or a rundown in order to lose fat for example say a 30 year old woman who's training like say four days a week weights doing five days cardio what would she be eating like is there a rough sort of measurement you could use in terms of yeah calories, or? like based on my knowledge of what we see results with people doing that you know anywhere from 14 to 1600 calories yeah. um, so that would be a good starting point mm-hmm. and then you'd want to get 40 percent of those calories from protein so that's your meat um, yep. dairy, protein powders, cottage cheese. So if yep. you listen to the first podcast, we go over that quite uh, in depth. Yep. 40% of those calories would come from carbs. Carbs is everything that a lot of people already do. So rice, potato, kumara, breads, fruits. Yeah, yep. And then you'd get your last 20% from your fats, which you'll get some trace fats from your um, proteins, but then adding things like nuts and seeds and um, some good oils. But don't overdo those because those are the ones that are very dense in calories. So an app like MyFitnessPal or mm. Calorie King, you could kind of get a base idea of how to hit that fourteen to 1,600 calorie mm. mark. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you need specific help or you want to take the thinking out of it, that's where guys like me come in and my company to basically do it all for you. Yeah. So if you're going to add in like another day of training, mm-hmm. is there like a rough formula that you can use to say, hey, look, you know, now I'm doing seven days or doing, you know, adding another day of training in? Can you eat another maybe like 100 calories in your diet or is he? You, you, well, you could work out how much uh, you're burning and then add that in. Yeah. Um, but it all depends on if you're losing. So let's say, let's for example say you are losing weight on 1,400 calories doing uh, five weights with half an hour of cardio after each weight session. Yeah. Let's say you're losing a good amount of weight doing that and it's very consistent, you're not plateauing yeah. and mm-hmm. you want to throw in a sixth session. Okay, so yeah. an average hour of cardio is going to burn another four to 600 calories and an average hour of weights is going to burn anywhere from two to 400 calories depending if you're a guy or a girl so let's ballpark that at 500 calories that you're adding in for that one session yeah, yeah. so you could go 500 divided by seven you that's how much you can actually add in per day which okay. is going to be 60 to 70 calories per day extra okay yeah right. cool that's just a little i guess good bit of information yeah. for you know, Especially if, if people girls. enjoy yeah. training, if they want to go for a hike or do something yep. like that, yep. um, you know, to, they to have add in. extra um, an extra meal, maybe. Like no, maybe a seventy snack. calories. Maybe, maybe a snack. snack. Yeah. Oh, okay, I just love food. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a whole extra meal. So yeah, we'll have well, an yeah. extra meal a day. My, my next question was: if you do stick to that um, fourteen hundred calorie um, sort of thing, or you you are tracking, yep. and you're eating a healthy diet, when will you see results? 
You should see. A day. You should. <laughs> yeah. You should be pretty much at your end goal by the next day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. And okay, huge misconception. You know, you see pictures on Instagram. Yeah. You see the transformations. Yeah, yeah. It takes a lot longer than you think, yes. and you're probably going to lose a lot more than you think. Yeah. This is what most people do. They look in the mirror. They see the the place they don't like. Let's say your stomach. Yep. Yeah. And they think, oh, there must be about five kilos of fat around there. Well, I I reckon I need to lose five kilos to be at my ideal weight. Yeah. Mm. Well, Unfortunately, yes, there probably is five kilos of fat around your stomach, but there's also probably another three on your back and one Mm. on each leg and half a kilo on each arm that will go at the same time. Um, So realistically, you probably got more like eight to ten to lose to get that five kilos on your stomach to the point where you want to be. Now, if we look at the average person tracking properly or seeing yeah. a nutritionist with a plan that's going to be adjusted should be losing between 500 grams and at the very, very most a kilo per week. Initially, right. you might lose a bit more just because of associated fluid losses that come when you initiate a diet and exercise program. But let's say ballpark 500 grams of fat loss per week and let's mm. say you've got eight kilos to lose, You're yeah. gonna t- it's going to take you 16 weeks. It's going to take you four right. months to reach your goal. But I can yeah. guarantee within a week you'll notice changes, okay? Yeah. So you'll feel like things are getting tighter. Mm. Clothes are fitting better. Within four weeks, you'll definitely see yeah. visual changes. I suggest taking front and rear pictures, even if it's just for yourself, mm. and you know, like a bikini or guys just in you know briefs, <laughs> and then you can see visually when you compare those things. Yes. And that's why I get my clients to do those transformation pictures because often we forget where we come from and mm. we then get disheartened when the scale doesn't move much. But yes. then we look at the pictures and you've got a good result. Yeah. And there's probably something else I should touch on there and you know Tyler will know about this is you know you gain you gain muscle as you lose fat sometimes so if yes. you're weight training and you're point. you know you haven't yeah. been in the gym very long you're gonna be building muscle yeah. while you lose fat so that scale weight may actually not move but you're like I feel like I'm getting leaner I feel like I can see more you know definition I feel like my clothes are fitting better mm. yeah. well then people jump on the scale and the weight's not moving and they instantly forget all of that stuff mm. and they have a tantrum because they think they're not losing weight yes yeah. But yes, you're not losing weight, you're losing fat, but you're gaining muscle. So that scale is only one representation of progress. It's not the only measure of progress. So, you know, that's why we track with body fat so we can see the changes in muscle tissue and fat mass because then if you're not, weight's not moving, we can show you exactly on paper why not. If you don't have that sort of uh, access to that sort of equipment um, or someone to do that for you, then progress pictures are great because you can see, hey, this area looks better than this area did two weeks ago, even though my weight's the same, you can kind of determine that you're building muscle and losing yeah. fat. That's probably a good one. I think people are a lot more educated around that yeah. these days, yeah. um, especially yeah. females around muscle mass and not worrying so much about the scales. Yeah. And that's yeah, that's a good point that you do touch on because I think females over the last five years have really picked up the weights a lot yeah. more. Yes. And that's the key is just to remember that the weight on the scale isn't the only measure of progress. Yeah. Particularly ladies, you know, if you've never touched a weight in your life before and all of a sudden you've just started weight training two to five days a week, yeah. use common sense. You're going to be building muscle. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's inevitable. You're doing something that your body's not used to. You're going to adapt and build some muscle. Yeah. Are you going to wake up looking like, you know, She-Hulk? Probably not. <laughs> no. uh, is it going to give you more tighter, firmed areas on your body? Yes. yes. And if you lose body fat, then is it going to make you look nice and sculpted? Yes. Yes. So don't stop going to the weight room. Yeah. Just don't 
you know, have uh, that relationship with the with scales, the scales where you see mm. if that weight's not going down, you're not making progress. Because yeah. if you're starting weight training, you will be making progress. Yeah, yeah. cool. Especially with girls and ladies, yeah, because it is the mindset of a girl when you go on the scales. You're like, oh, well, nothing's happened, yeah. so I must not be losing weight. But they're just not educated about and the whole yeah. Even though it's, you know, it's more common to know that information now, yeah. I still get a lot of women who get upset yeah. when they, you know, they jump on the scales and they don't see the changes they yeah. want. Guys, on the other hand, they see the weight going down too quick and they freak out. They think they're losing muscle. They're going to wake up looking like, you know, you know, prison prison victim, have been feeding on bread and butter for 20 days. So but they've got to understand that fat does weigh weight as well. So yeah. it is going to come down at some point in time. You can't stay 100 kgs and get shredded. Mm. If you're 100 kgs and you're 15% body fat and you want to be 5% body fat, you're going to still have to lose about 10 kilos of fat to be that. Should we jump into training now? Talk a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, training. I think that'll be that'll be quite cool for fat for, loss. Yeah, for fat loss. Gee, I don't know the I don't know the word. And they talk about with hit training, um, the afterburn. Okay. Um, what, yes. What's the so with hit training you do get um, metabolic adaptations, which is you yeah. get that afterburn effect of your uh, metabolism being elevated for a longer period of time. Yeah. Now, now what, only... what is what is that time? Because I've heard different numbers being bounced around. Like you can keep the, the afterburn will last for say twenty four hours, forty eight hours. We're clearing the myths again, yeah. So these <laughs> yeah. are everyone's little. Once again, it's, it probably depends on how hard and how long the hit went for. Yeah. If yeah. your hit training was like forty five minutes to yeah. an hour, which if anyone's done hit training, that's very that's very a long intense. Time. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can stand on a treadmill and walk for 45 minutes, yeah. no problem. But if you're doing max effort sprints for 45 minutes to an hour, you're going to be outputting a lot of energy. Mm. So the, the afterburn effect, I would imagine, would last slightly over 24 hours. Okay. I'd imagine most people would be up to 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. So it would boost your metabolism for a while. Yeah, okay. But as with every pro, like, a lot of people hear that about HIIT training and they go, mean, that's the one I want to do. It's shorter, it's more intense, and it's mm. going to burn a lot of energy after I, I train. Right. But HIIT training is also very taxing on your central nervous system. So yep. if, you have, if you're trying to do HIIT training and do weight training, yep. you might find that it compromises your abilities in the weight room, or you might find that you get yep. more fatigued doing all this HIIT training yep. because you're not recovering from it. So there is a fine balance of how much you could do or okay. even is it doable for your body type and training level? Mm. I guess that's where nutrition plays such exactly. a big factor yeah. as well. If, if you're you training like that body. way, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So HIIT training is great. And for those who don't know what HIIT stands for, is high-intensity interval training. Um, normally it's a short burst, um, say anywhere from 15 to 30 seconds of maximum effort sprinting, mm. followed by then a recovery window as well. So I like 15.45, so 15 seconds max effort, followed by 45 recovery. Yeah. Um, as I get fitter, then I'll go 30.30. Mm. Um, but that's – and I'll do that anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes. Anything over mm. 20 minutes, I feel I can't give 100% yeah. yep. um, in those max efforts, and they just become less and less and less. So mm. that's what interval training is, and it's a great tool for fat loss and fitness. That'll get you, you fitter than – any other form yes. of cardio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And as for weights for fat loss, so if you're a girl and you have never touched weights before, what's your recommended sets or reps to start off with? Your weight training isn't really going to burn fat. That's yeah. probably another myth, like thinking you can go to the gym and do higher rep weights right. uh, to burn body fat 
that's not really going to do much, mm. okay? So what weight training in a program would be used for would be to maintain muscle mass. Right. You would get some calories burnt, obviously, because you're moving yeah. around. Yeah. But it's not what we call a fat oxidative activity because okay. it's anaerobic by nature. So anaerobic means it doesn't use the cardiovascular system. It uses stored energy, yeah. such as ATP and creatine phosphate. So that's stored within the muscle cell. Mm-hmm. So what we want to burn body fat and oxidize fat for a fuel is actually cardiovascular e.g. cardio, shortening down for cardio. That's going to be at a lower intensity, so such as you're, you know, going on the cross trainer or Stairmaster um, or, you know, doing your interval sprints, okay, Mm. where your heart rate's going to get going for a set period of time. So weight training, I would recommend for a female would be, it really depends on the level you're at. If you've never done weights before, I'd start with two sets. Two sets. Of 12 to 15 reps, okay? Right. And if you can get to 15 reps easily over two sets, then it's time to put the load up. You want to be continuing to increase the load and that's the biggest problem with females is they kind of go in and they don't challenge themselves because they don't feel confident but if you're doing exercises correctly you should feel confident and just keep progressing that weight up then you're going to burn more calories per session as you lift more load you're going to be able to develop and maintain more muscle tissue as you lift more load otherwise realistically if you've been doing two sets of 15 at the same weight for over a month you're you're just wasting time in the gym it's doing very little yeah, just touching on one of those points that you said there, Jake, um, if, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you, you're walking into the gym, you're about to do a session, and you've got on your list, you've got cardio and strength, weights yeah. training on your on your list to do today, would you recommend to hit the cardio first or would you do your strength first? Talking about tapping into those different systems, are you better to look at hitting your weights first and then... Good question. And this is something that a lot of people don't even think about and they should. Yep. Weight training requires carbohydrates um, in terms of to create energy, um, being a short, sharp activity. So I would yep. do my weight training first. Yep. Burn as much carbohydrates, which is stored glycogen. Yep. That's what stored carbohydrates in the muscle are called. Burn off that glycogen as you weight train. So yep. then when you go to your cardio after weights, you're less likely to burn off glycogen and you're more likely to tap into fat stores. Yep. Then go to your cardio and you're likely to burn body fat, okay? Yep. okay. Now, that's a great way of doing things, but there is a downside. Obviously, as soon as you finish weight training, if your goal is to maximize gaining muscle, there's hormones activated that are signaling storage of nutrients within the muscle. Hence why you would stop training, weight training, go and get a meal in or your shake and your fast carbs and everything straight away. Now, if you go and do cardio straight after weights, you shut those signals off and you change to a different signal, which is, you know, fat loss. So you miss that sort of window of opportunity to a certain degree. So there's a more chance that you may not get muscle gain, potentially small amount of fat, muscle loss with your fat loss so what that's why you often see bodybuilders doing the cardio away from the weights for that very reason so each session has its own dedicated purpose so you can maintain as much muscle even gain a little bit through your preparation Mm. phase Um, the reason we don't do weights our cardio first and weights last in one session is because if you were to do cardio first, the majority of that cardio session would just be burning off stored glycogen. Um, so then when you go and weight train, your performance in the weights room is going to be dropped. Mm-hmm. And then while you're doing cardio, you're going to have less chance of oxidating fat for a fuel because you've got carbohydrates readily available to burn. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be more just you just burning off carbs rather than burning off body fat. Yes, there's still the net calorie output of you doing cardio, so there's still benefits there. Um, But if we 
we're talking about optimizing these things, that's how you want to do it. So that's probably why it's good to have a plan. You know, yeah. if you just join in a gym or just starting, you know, or even if you've been doing it for a long time, yeah, yeah. have a plan in place so when you step into the yes. to the gym, you know, well, the I purpose. Why you're yeah, there. it also helps if you like write down what you want to do before you go in, or mm. even have a friend to go with you, like a gym friend, yep. just because it counts, like holds accountability, and yep. you yeah. have to go. Yeah, so I find that's a good tip if you're starting out. You know, definitely if you're starting out, with. go with a friend yeah. or get a personal trainer. Yeah. Great having a personal trainer just walk you through and take your mind off having yep. to think about what to do. Correct form, ensure that they're pushing the weights up at mm. the correct intensity without you having the potential for injury. Yeah. Having someone like a nutritionist planning your diet and cardio around your weight training is great as mm. well because, once again, it's just all about those steps of, one, not only accountability but just planning everything so you yes, know you, yeah. you're not wasting your time. Because exercise is great and it's definitely not a waste of time at all. Yeah. But if you have a specific goal, then there's definitely ways to get there faster. Yeah. Um, otherwise, people get frustrated when they go to the gym for six months and they see yeah. very little change and then they end up cancelling their gym membership. And yes, we don't want yeah. that. You know, we want to keep people staying healthy and fit. So mm. it's yeah, good to understand these things and how mm. to get the most out of your training and nutrition. Mm. What about if, if you're a person, like let's just say whether you're starting out or you're you're in the gym and you've been doing it for a while, but you, you want to really kickstart that fat loss, you know, you're yeah. sort of cruising along, you plateaued a little bit. What's the number one thing that would help you start on that fat loss journey? Honestly, I find the best way to do it is get your food sorted first. Okay. Reason being is most people enjoy exercise, so it's not mm. really a big deal for them to go to the gym. Yeah. But if you get your food sorted first, then you can lose weight with your food sorted and not going to the gym. Yeah. Can you lose weight going to the gym without with eating what you want? Mm. The chances are a lot, lot slimmer. Right. And that's why you see so many people who go to the gym a lot with no plan about their diet. That and they sounds just, like me. They stay the same. <laughs> <laughs> but then if we can get the diet sorted first, yeah. then when, as soon as they start training, the results are like a lot more drastic. Yeah. When you see a drastic result, it's human nature to keep going because you like seeing progress. Yeah. Mm. Humans love progress. It's just built into us. Yeah. yeah. You lose one kg, you want to lose another. Yeah. You see your clothes looking better. Someone gives you a comment. You want another one. Yeah. And it becomes very addictive. So for me, it's like, okay, get the foundation of the food, mm. and then you're already losing weight. So those first sessions straight off the bat are helping even more. Yeah. Mm. That's just my okay. approach from many years in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some people will say, hey, formulate a routine with the gym yeah. and just, just you know, don't buy junk food. Just yeah. try to eat your own food, you know, food that you make yourself. And then once you've got your training sorted, you know, do get a diet sorted. That's yeah. another way of doing it as well. There's nothing yes. wrong with that. I'm just saying I can get someone losing fat without even setting foot in a gym. Yeah. So as soon as they set foot in the gym, it turbocharges those results. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess it all depends on the individual too, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's sort of what you're saying there is, is, hey, if you struggle with the gym and doing the exercise yeah. but your yeah. food's not too bad, then tackle the hardest thing first. Exactly. And Bite then, off the biggest task first. Yeah. yeah. What one you probably find you need the most attention to. Yeah. Um, my next question, I've been sucked into cleansers and detoxes and diets plenty of times. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on those, like, five-day reset? Uh, I'm going to bounce this one KJ's. back to you. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm going to ask you, oh. what enticed you to buy that um, cleanse in the first okay. place? Okay, when I see pictures of really skinny girls, yeah, on social media, and okay. they go, oh, she did this and it only took her five days to get skinny. Fat loss. Yeah. So fat loss was the priority yeah. for you. 
So it wasn't was like, about wow. cleansing your they house. They no. really well to you, didn't they? They really okay. did. And I got sucked in and then I was like, oh, there goes $180. Okay, let me Bye. tell you this. You do not need to cleanse your body. You have a liver for that purpose. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'll take <it. laughs> No more buying If you toxins. don't have a functioning liver, then, then you need to cleanse. Okay. Your liver filters toxins for you. Yeah. If you're eating a healthy diet, drinking two to three liters of water per day, yep. you are cleansed to the max. Okay. Okay. Your problem is you do not know what you're doing with your diet or yes. training, which is not allowing you to lose body fat. Right. That's what I think about that is – People are taking advantage of other people's desire to look a certain way and providing a system, which they will call it, for you to get fast results. You're not going to get fast results. Yeah, and it's not feasible because it's like... The maths doesn't work out. To burn one kilo of body fat, you need to expend or diet 8,000 calories. Right. So if you're doing losing five kgs of fat... Over the course of five days, are you telling me you're you're burning off that many calories? What's that? I don't want to know. 40,000 calories. At eight eight calories per minute in exercise, there's no way you're expending 40,000 calories in a week. Okay? So chances are you're just flushing yourself of water and stool, all of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, you're going to see a drop on the scale. But that always happens if you were to start a normal nutrition plan as well. If you kept eating like Viv right now, Mm. you came and saw me and said, Jake, I want to (laughs) cleanse. I'd be like, we're not going to cleanse. We're just going to get you eating healthy. Here's your new diet plan. Drink this much water. I guarantee within the first week you will drop an excessive amount of weight because your body will start to release toxins as your liver and kidneys start to filter everything out. Cleanses itself. Okay. I won't buy any more, I think. So so that's a good point right there. Um, you know, when you first start dieting, you know, or, or eating clean your first week, your weight drops dramatically. Yep. So so you always drop, you know, it can be up to sort of five kgs yep. in the first week. Tell me, obviously, it's not five kgs of fat. No. What's what's happening in that, uh, that first week of diet? So the average person will be over-consuming sodium, which is salt, and over-consuming carbs, okay? Yep. Now, sodium binds to water and holds water within the cells, so you're instantly holding more water on a bad diet, um, but in bad places, so it's not good water for you. Um, you with carbohydrates, every gram of carb you eat holds 2.7 grams of um, water to it, so you're going to be holding water from the excessive carbohydrate intake. Mm. Yeah. All of a sudden, you go on to uh, a diet that will be clean, wholesome food. Even if you're salting your food, which I would recommend, the sodium intake is going to be nowhere near someone eating pies and chips and packet mm. food because you, they use sodium as a preservative and as a flavor enhancer. Yeah. So you're getting thousands and thousands of milligrams of sodium. So even if you eat a good diet and you're putting rock salt on your food, you're never going to hit that number. Yeah, okay. mm. So instantly a lot of it's just fluid losses from the excess sodium holding excess water yep. and the excess carbohydrates holding excess water. As we reduce your carbohydrates to a moderate level to lose body fat, you're seeing the water just drop out. The other thing is most people's digestion is absolute rubbish or they're bloated or they're eating foods that are causing them to feel heavy and uncomfortable so they're not processing waste product, e.g. stool. Mm. Um, so what happens is you, the, as you start eating more vegetables and fibre and good healthy foods, you start excreting a stool mm. that's been sitting in your body for far too long. Okay. Um, so you're losing basically poo and water. 
Interesting. Interesting. In the first week. <laughs> so, yeah, just to break it down, yeah. that's what's happening. Yeah, that's what's yeah, happening. That's and, it. like, you could call that a cleanse if you wanted because your body yes. is cleansing itself. Yeah. But you don't need to do, uh, you know, a juice diet or, uh, you know, a shake diet or anything to do that. You yeah. just need to eat healthy with a good amount of fiber, vegetables, minerals, and water. Because I think when it comes to fat loss, you know, it's a lot of it is mental. It's upstairs. Yeah. Yes. So it's mentally understanding what's happening with your body and then getting back on that train, I guess, and, and keep yeah. keep working hard and just keep getting back onto those um, those meal plans or your training or whatever it needs yeah. to be to hit those goals. Consistency is the key with fat loss. Mm. The person who can sustain good eating and training for a long period of time will reach their goal. The yo-yoer who goes hard for a week and then has a week off, they're forever going to look the same because your body just can't adjust in one week. But in one week of bad eating, you can put on quite a bit of weight. Mm. Okay, Mm. So if you're a yo-yoer out there, I really suggest seeking the help from someone to get you in some good habits because it really requires consistency. That's how you're going to get to your goal, not... Uh, a, a, a shake diet or a cleanse diet for a week and then the next week it's so hard you just don't do it and you just yeah. go back to eating poor food. Mm. Fat loss is one of those things where, hey, we all struggle with it or yep. the majority of people struggle yep. with it. Um, and like Jake, you know, like you said, it's about being organized. Yep. It's about having that understanding, the knowledge, you know, how your body yep. works. Um, what works for one person doesn't work for another. Exactly. Um, so it's just understanding, hey, what motivates you, what foods you like, um, understanding, like you said, you know, different hormone levels that, that different people have. Yeah. Um, and from there, hey, we can hopefully tackle the the problem the of fat, of fat loss. loss. A massive thank you today, Jake. Um, I think, you know, we, we learned a lot again. Yes, definitely. Um, a lot of information. Um, it's a always, lot. Hey, it's fun for, for me and Viv to yeah. sit here and we're soaking it up at the same time exactly. as, as I'm sure the listeners are out there as well. So, yeah. Fat loss is super complex, but it's also very fun to talk about because there's so much information yeah. you can share. And I guess that's the thing um, you, everyone needs to know is if it's not working, it's not because it's something wrong with you or anything like that. It could just be that you're not with the right plan that's set up for you. Sure. So, you know, just seek out help or, you mm. know, try something new, but be consistent. Um, Once again, a massive thank you, and uh, yeah, tune in next week. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, that's all for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening in. Make sure you follow our Facebook and Instagram page in the links below. Also book your personal nutrition consultation with Jake Campus at jcn.co.nz and follow his Facebook and Instagram for more tips. We would love to hear from you guys, so don't forget to tell us in your comments what topics you would like to hear in our next episode.